0: My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 61. Do you know the serenity prayer? Even if you don't know it by name, you've likely heard it. It goes, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to Change the Things I Can, and Wisdom to Know the Difference. It was originally written as part of a sermon in the 1930s by theologian Reinhold Niebuhr. But the Serenity Prayer has been adopted by a number of 12-step programs, most notably Alcoholics Anonymous. Regardless of whether or not you're religious or part of a 12-step program, the core of the Serenity Prayer, Change and Acceptance, are ideas that virtually everyone struggles with at one point or another. I know I do. The Greek philosopher Heraclitus wrote, the only constant is change. And if that's true, which certainly seems to be the case, then why do so many of us struggle with it? Why are we so drawn to and comforted by familiarity or sameness? For example, my favorite breakfast place is a little diner called Nick's. It's the definition of a family business. Nick and his son George man the grill, Nick's wife runs the register, and George's sister is one of the waitresses. You'll find Adrian and I there most weekends after the gym and even occasionally during the week. And every time we walk through the door, we're greeted with smiles and hellos. It's kind of like when Norm would walk into Cheers. And I love it. We all do, I think. Well, most of us, anyway. By contrast. We had some contractors in the house last week, starting the build-out on my studios in the basement, running electrical, hanging drywall, and I was overwhelmed with anxiety. I tried to keep it at least somewhat in check by watching them and asking questions, but it, it didn't really help, and despite their acquiescence, my inquisitiveness was neither needed nor wanted by the contractors. Look, I know the end results of all of this will allow me to go in incredible new directions with my work, not to mention adding value to the house. But all of that is squelched by the fact that there are strangers in my house doing things to my house, making changes to my house, changes that are beyond my abilities to make myself change. There's that damn word again. There's another saying used often alongside the serenity prayer that goes, let go and let God. And I actually heard this one a lot growing up from my mom. But just as with the serenity prayer, even if you're not a religious person, the underlying message still holds true. Try as we might, we cannot simply white-knuckle our way through life. Eventually, you need to relax your grip. And if Western religion isn't your thing and you want to go a little deeper, there's an idea in Taoism known as Wu Wei, or in the words of philosopher Alan Watts, not forcing. To understand it, think about a river. The water moves over and around a variety of obstacles, but it never attempts to change those obstacles. It simply flows around them. Sometimes that means it flows in unforeseen directions, but it flows nonetheless. And to bring this around to art and making, without too many exceptions that I can think of off the top of my head, pretty much every painting that I've done that I've really liked or even been happy with has ultimately gone in a different direction than I planned when I started it. I can say the same thing about some of my favorite episodes of Process Driven. I may start out with an idea of where the conversation could go, but ultimately it goes where it wants to go. And if I manage to stay present, I'm able to go with it. And the thing is, while I understand all of this intellectually, it's much more difficult to put into practice despite the continuous affirmations that it works. We love familiarity. We love certainty. But it's in the uncertainty where growth not only happens but thrives. Henry Miller wrote, chaos is the score upon which reality is written. And embracing the fear of uncertainty means welcoming vulnerability, judgment, even failure. And for many of us, those feelings are the polar opposites of feeling inspired. Despite the fact that going outside of our respective comfort zones almost always leads to new directions, new ideas, and for me, new work. What are some of the things that trip you up? Are you one of those people who can just leap without being able to see where you're going to land? If so, you have my deepest respect. I used to be more like that, but it seems that now I not only need to see where I'm going to land, but I need to do a thorough examination of the landing site, and even then, leaping is not a certainty. But I'm working on it. Check the show notes for links to a few things I thought you might like, including the fantastic work of Regina Jimenez, Her most recent body of work is made up of deceptively simple geometric shapes. But the way the shapes are arranged and the color palette she uses strike a balance somewhere between mid-century modern graphic design and a vintage children's science book. Also, we recently started subscribing to HBO, mostly so we could watch The Outsider, which is a terrific slow burn of a show. But one of the other things I watched recently is a fascinating documentary called The Price of Everything, which takes a deep look at the contemporary art market through interviews with artists, art buyers, collectors, and critics. It's actually inspired me to rethink a few of my ideas and beliefs around art and art making. And finally, a really interesting interview with an amazing art director and one of my favorite Instagram follows, Chris Ashworth. Chris is currently a creative director at Microsoft, but I first discovered him when he was working as an art director at Ray Gunn magazine after David Carson left. Big shoes to fill, but Ashworth has a brilliant style that was a perfect evolution of what Carson started. Subscribe to Iterations in your favorite podcast app, or you can get everything I produce, every iteration, every process driven, every in-between, along with special one-off conversations all in one feed by subscribing to Jeffrey Sedoris Everything. You can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeffrey Sedoris. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S or on my website at Jeffrey And if you'd like to share your story, let me know what you're working on or just say hi, you can email me at talkback at Jeffrey And if you're enjoying the show, I'd love it if you'd consider leaving a review or a rating wherever you listen, or share it on social media to help others find it. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you being here. I'll talk to you in the next one.